Welcome to Simply Happy, a show where you'll be learning how to shift into a more positive perspective in easy-to-manage steps. Who am I? My name's Olivia. I'm a mother, a wife, the driven woman behind SimplyAlley.com, and someone who ditched bipolar, anxiety, and depression through mastering my mindset and emotions. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. All right, before we get this podcast party started, I want to check in with all my ladies. Are you struggling with bipolar, anxiety, and or depression? Have you been working so hard to feel happier, healthier, and more self-love, but just aren't there yet? Are you spending all of your energy helping others at work and at home, but don't know exactly how to help yourself? Dude, I know how it feels. I know how frustrating and exhausting that space is, especially when you know that you're a fun and caring person when the bad isn't bringing you down. That's exactly why I created my signature program, Beat the Bad. This is an eight-week program where I teach you the exact steps to conquer bipolar, anxiety, and depression. These are tried and true practical steps that my students love because they are easy to use in everyday life. I'll personally be taking you through the Achiever Method to break you out of the cycle of mental illness, build trust and confidence within yourself, and have you living from a positive, self-empowered perspective. This is about getting back to that sense of normal while also having the strength, courage, and ease to live a life that you love. I'll be there with you every step of the way. And yes, that means you'll have the ability to message me anytime, any day, for all eight weeks of the program plus the four weeks after you're done. Seriously, this program is what I wish had existed when I was struggling so hard with the bad. So if you're determined to beat the bad, create the change you've been wanting for so long and don't want to spend any more years suffering, then I'm here to help you make it happen. Go to www.simplyolly.com btb to book your call with me. The link is also in the show notes. Or you can DM me on Instagram at TheRealSimplyOlly so that we can chat more about it. I cannot wait to see you beat the bad. All right, now on to this week's episode. Hey there, what's up? It's your girl Olivia coming at you with the steps you need to take to uplevel your mental health game because that's how we go from just surviving to full-on thriving. I am super pumped. If you can tell, a little odd. This is the second episode this week. What's happening? (laughs) It's because I'm doing the first ever Q&A episode on here. Yes, I have talked about it in the past. I still hadn't recorded one. It's finally happening. Okay, so we're going to be going over some anonymous questions that people have submitted. Um, This one might, may may or may not be a short one. We'll see. But I am very excited to just answer your questions and lend help in any way that I can. So just just FYI, if this is something you're like, dang, I wish I could have gotten my question answered. And this could be about um, a life struggle that you're dealing with. This could be about bipolar, anxiety, or depression. This could be about me or my story. Any Anything in that realm, in those realms, um, you know, I I would love to hear your questions and be able to answer them here on the podcast. So all you have to do is go to www.simplyolly.com slash podcast and you're going to see a little little thing in there that says, hey, yo, submit your question. And and then you can. (laughs) So that's basically it. Also, 
just another FYI, that's Beat the Bad. The doors are opening for Beat the Bad. Oh my gosh, in just like a few days. It's going to be Monday, December 2nd is when the doors are opening. Super excited. Um, You already heard what it's all about. And if it's something that you're interested in, but not not quite sure you're ready for the program, you should definitely go check out my freebie. it's how I call it a freebie. It's a free tool, basically. It's called BTB Basics. You can go to www.simplyolly.com slash tools and you can go check it out. It's a it's a mini audio series that really walks you through what it takes to beat bipolar anxiety and depression um, and doing that, you know, through self-empowered steps, um, not going the medication necessarily or the therapy route, um, and really beating this yourself and beating it for good. So you can definitely go check that out to learn more. Um, if that's something that is interesting to you, or if you're intrigued by, regardless, I'm out of breath. I'm already, I'm so excited for this episode. (laughs) All right. So let's go ahead and just dive into some of these questions. Um, the first one, this, this, we're just going to start it off fun. Uh, but the first one is somebody basically asking, um, if, if I sing, if I sing and you guys have probably heard me bust out some, some tunes on the podcast. Um, but they basically just said my voice is very pleasant. They really love that about the podcast and they are wondering if I sing and, um, and if not, that they think it's something I'd be good at. Well, thank you. Um, I don't sing professionally. Uh, I sing a lot in the shower, a lot in the car, a lot in my children's faces. Uh, I also sing sometimes on this podcast. I do enjoy singing. That's, that's basically my answer for that. Um, should I sing for you right now? Hmm. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Go follow me on Instagram. I, I definitely belted out quite a bit on my stories over there. So at the real Simply Ollie. <laughs> Go follow me. You'll probably catch me singing on my Instagram stories. Um, okay, next question is going to be, I'm going to read this all out just so you guys can get kind of the, the full picture like I am. Um, this question says, how can I ease the transition in entire life changes? So recently graduated college and though I was ready to leave the academia scene, I wasn't quite ready to leave behind the life I had built there. My habits, my friends um, who had become my family, the happiness and sense of fulfillment I got out of college and the town that I eventually learned to call home. Now, Now I'm moving away and find that things that I had to get me out of bed um, and excited me for the day are gone. I'm struggling to find a sense of purpose. And I said, thank you. All right. So yeah, (laughs) big, big life, life transitions. Um, You know, they're, they're bumpy. They're rocky. It's, I mean, it's a whole, whole shakeup of your world. You know, that definitely happens. Um, I've, you know, I've experienced the same thing with college. Um, Not the same thing, but, you know, I've experienced that, the transition into motherhood, um, you know, like moving, like so, so many of these things um, are huge life changes. So, you know, how do you ease the transition? Um, Honestly, my, my straightforward, super blunt answer is going to be, um, you know, stop, um, I don't want to say obsessing because I feel like that's a bit extreme. I don't want to put, I don't want to put that on you, um, whoever asked this. Um, but, you know, stop um, spending all of your, your mental energy. Stop, stop giving so much of your attention to what is being lost or what you no longer have. Um, because that, that kind of mentality and, and that's my, that's my, 
perception. That's what I'm assuming is maybe happening with you um, because that, that happens a lot in life transitions. You know, it's either, you know, we we don't want to look forward. We don't want to look at the unknown because it's freaking scary or <laughs> it feels that way. Or we just like, we don't know what's coming. So we just look to what we know. We look to memories. We look to past experiences. Um, and especially if they were really positive ones for you, that's incredible. Um, but, you know, constantly... Uh, thinking about, you know, like leaving, leaving that home and the people and the habits and the routines and just the comfort of it, you know, when you focus so much on that, it creates this sense of really intense, deep loss. Um, and makes it makes the transition harder because you're constantly trying to hold on to the past when you're being forced to move into the next, you know, stage of your life, the next step. Um, and I would encourage you to, what's really cool is, you know, like, think about the transition that happened from, you know, leaving maybe high school and going into college, you know, like, those habits weren't established yet, you didn't have the friends in college yet, that wasn't, you know, that little town wasn't your home yet. And, and you stepped into this new space, and you created something really beautiful. And so what I would encourage you to do is to have that kind of openness to like, thank and appreciate the experience that you had in college and, and to be able to like, like, be happy and again, grateful that like you got to have such an amazing college experience because not everybody does, um, you know, so just kind of cherish that um, and hold that near and dear to your heart and, and know that that's a beautiful chapter of your life. But also know that like you created that, like you made that happen. You put in the energy and the effort and you really made something beautiful in in a a, a, a oh my gosh, in a chapter of your life that, you know, was also at one point new and scary and unknown. And so just rest assured and, and trust in yourself that you can create that kind of, um, that kind of like sense of home and that sense of fulfillment and that sense of excitement again. You can create that again with something new and meet new people and have new experiences. And so it's not about necessarily focusing, you know, on the loss. It's about shifting that focus into, oh my gosh, what do what do I get to create and experience and explore in the future or in this next chapter, you know? So sorry. <laughs> so, you know, if you can't, if you're having a hard time finding that purpose just yet, you know, allow your purpose to just be showing up to your absolute fullest and making the best of every experience that you, that you have now, you know, I mean, you could go back to college and stay there forever if that's your jam. <laughs> I've seen people do it. <laughs> um, but you know, like if you don't have yet that like locked in sense of purpose, just bring you know, bring what joy and, and see yourself as a creator of, of your own happiness. You know, it's not your surroundings. It's what you brought to them. Um, and possibly use that as like a little substitute, you know, for your purpose until, until you find it. I know that I've had to do that. Like my purpose wasn't always like, I want to help people beat mental illness. This is my purpose and I shall live it. <laughs> you know, for a while it was just like, let me just you know, live every day to the fullest, do the best I can, um, and, and, you know, bring what I can to, to each experience. And then, 
And then I found this purpose and it was amazing. It is still amazing. But I hope that helps. Um, I, I really hope that helps ease the transition for you. You know, it's about those little tweaks in the mind. That's, that's what makes these big shifts. You know, it's not necessarily about anything changing outside of you. It's about how you approach it on a mental level. All right, let's go on to the next question, which is, can you combat love addiction? I'm on a year of no dating and no relationships and I feel psychotic. I'm going to take a sip of water because this is out of my realm a little bit, but I'm going to give it a shot. (laughs) Okay, so guys, I just sound gross tonight. That's what's up. (laughs) Okay, so I'm interested. This is this is always the tricky part about anonymous questions. Um, you know, I don't have all the details. I don't have a lot of context, um, to work with here or background or any of that. So, you know, I'm interested to know, um, you know, what makes you, makes you feel like this is a, a love addiction or, hmm, cause like I, I see that there is a year of no dating and no relationships and it's making you feel psychotic. So, you know, what, what I would encourage that you do to, giving you the best advice I can with the information that I have, you know, is it's, it's about, you know, when, hmm, when we're trying to find like that, that person, or we feel like we need that other person to like share love with or whatever, you know, I would encourage that, you know, whether it's that you're seeking this love or, you are so apt to like want to give it to somebody. Um, it could be either way, but I would encourage you to, you know, know that you can see yourself and the, like you, you and yourself are, are a relationship. So, you know, how you treat yourself, how you talk to yourself, how you, um, you know, like shower yourself with love and affection and pleasure and things like that, you know? So, you know, we don't, you don't necessarily need another person in order to feel whole, in order to feel love or in order to give love. And so, you know, what I would encourage you to do is, is begin to kind of redefine love for yourself. Okay. And so, you know, it's, it doesn't have to be that cookie cutter movie-esque love that probably doesn't really exist all that much in real life. Um, you know, but if you feel like you have this love addiction, I mean, I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing, (laughs) Um, but you know, you can, you can transmute how you think about love. So, you know, love can be acts of kindness. Love can be, you know, saying a compliment to somebody. Love can be taking yourself to a movie. You know, love can be, um, I don't just like, like, leaving surprises for yourself. I don't know. Um, (laughs) like I said, this is a, this is a tough one because it's a bit out of my realm as far as, as far as relationships go. I've definitely learned that I'm, I'm no relationship expert, but I am much better with dealing (laughs) how you approach relationships in the mind. Um, but yeah, with the info that I have, you know, I would just encourage that you, you know, maybe see love and, and spread out your definition of it. You know, it doesn't, love doesn't have to be, um, you know, the end all be all relationship or marriage or, or that, that kind of ideal, you know, it, it can be so much smaller than that. You know, it can be, 
showing showing your body love or showing yourself love by, you know, like stretching and doing yoga. And and so if you can, rather than having this, I guess, like narrow pinpoint focus on, you know, love and it being this relationship and whether that's just, you know, a, like a mental type of love or if that's like a sexual type of love, I don't know. Um, but rather than having that really narrow focus to where, you know, you say you're not dating and you have, haven't been in a relationship, you know, like spread out what your definition of love is so that you can give and receive it more and not in just a specific context, if that makes sense. That's going to be my best answer to this this question is, you know, take that love addiction that's like feels really intense and really focused and try to disperse it, spread it out, see it in different lights. Um, you know, and, and that would be my suggestion for you. And you know, this is this is something I do kind of I do cover in in my course Self Love Made Simple. It's in regards to self love, but you know, w- there's definitely a whole um step on relationships and not feeling dependent on them and being able to have that independence. And so I don't know if that's something that you're you're dealing with or if you're a woman and that's something you're looking to work on is your own sense of self love, so you don't feel that addiction or dependence on somebody else, but that might be an option for you to check out. And that's, you know, that's on my website if you want to go find it. Um, that's that's what I got for that one. Um, I'm doing my best. Okay, I don't have all the answers, but I'm always going to try, even if it comes out like a fail. Don't care. All right, so here is the last question which is, how do I go home from work and truly become present at home when I can't stop thinking about what happened at work? All right, this one, I I feel you that like that can bleed over, especially, you know, and I'm not sure if what you're thinking about um, when it comes to what happened at work is something that is really stressful, or it's something you're really passionate about, or, you know, you like want to just talk about it, (laughs) or any of those things, you know, I don't know those specifics. But, um, you know, one thing I I can encourage that you do is, um, you know, rather than, so clearly, you know, you go from work to being at home, but sometimes we don't make a little space. We don't make a little um, gap between those those experiences. So what we do is, right, like, I mean, not for me because I'm sitting in my closet and that is my work, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I have to do this in my own own home intentionally because of the fact that my work is in my home. Um, but basically, it's about making this this little bit of space. And so, you know, one thing you can do is if you if you drive to work and you drive home, um, that's my guess. Um, <laughs> might not be the deal. But um, basically, you know, like you leave work, um, drive home, and then park yourself in the driveway, and. You could, well, actually, you could do this at work or you could do this when you get home. Okay, but basically in your car. We're going to use your car as a little, little hub for this. Um, but sit in your car and really, like, if you meditate, I'm going to suggest to meditate. That's going to be my suggestion. If you don't, you know, take, basically, it's becoming present and being very intentional with saying, okay, like what happened at work happened at work. I'm going to release it. I'm going to leave it there. And now... I'm going to like, and this is why, honestly, this is why if you go get my free meditation, um, at, you can go to my tools on my website, um, but you go to the free tool tab, tools tab. Hello. Um, but 
in my guided meditation, the the key word that I say in there is is release, release. And um, the reason we do that is because basically you want to like acknowledge where you were, release it, make a little space, make a little gap, let your mind calm down. And then once you're done with that, be very intentional with that next step. So you're like, okay, as soon as I walk into my home, as soon as my hand touches the doorknob, I open that door and I close it behind me. I am going to be present. I am going to be at home. Work is going to stay at work and I am going to stay at home. You know, that's where my mind is going to be. And if it's popping up in, you know, in your head when you're at home, again, it's just about stepping in and reminding yourself, okay, I'm leaving that at work, leaving that at work. I'm going to be present, present. And, you know, it might take a little bit because sometimes that's, that's going to end up being a habit that we have. Um, You know, I used to be so intense about this, you know, like I'd want to tell my poor husband about everything and all my ideas and I wouldn't shut up about it. And like, we, we almost like, we went a while, like where honestly, like kids and work are our life, but like, we would just, that's what all we would talk about. Like we couldn't have a conversation outside of that really. Um, but for me, you know, like I couldn't just turn it off and it, started to swallow me whole and I I couldn't really be present with my family. I didn't want to watch TV anymore because I was so obsessed with the projects that I was working on. Like I was just so swallowed whole by it. And so, you know, for me, it was really important to be intentional when I transitioned from work time into being a mom or being a wife. It's about like swapping those hats. Like that's how I like to explain it. It's actually how I explain it. My self-love made simple course Um, is that we have these different hats. And so when you're at work, you know, you put on the work hat. And then when you get home, you're going to take off the work hat and you're going to put on whatever hat you need to put. So for like me, it'd be like the mom hat and the wife hat. Like I might have like a stack of a few (laughs) hats, which is okay, which I'm fine with. Um, But you know, it's about knowing like how you're showing up and in what identity you're showing up, you know, like, are you showing up as like work you or are you showing up as, you know, wife you? I don't know if you're a guy or girl. (laughs) It's weird. I'm just using myself as an example. Um, But do you know what I mean? So it's about being really aware of it. And then if it pops up, you know, like remind yourself, yo, I said I was going to take off the hat, leave it on the hat rack because people still (laughs) have racks. I'm so odd. Um, But like, you know what I mean? Like take off the hat or like, nope, that's not, I said I was going to be intentional about this, you know? And if it helps, like when you get home, be like, hey, can I talk to you about my day for a bit? And then I'm going to shut it off and I'm going to be present with you. And, And so that's another way to do it too. And for me also, a big deal is putting my phone on do not disturb and and leaving it. I don't know what kind of work you do, um, person that asked this question, but for me, I leave my phone in the closet, like, which is my office, um, but I leave my phone on do not disturb and I keep it away from me. And that way I can really be present, you know, and, and what helps is knowing that like, you're gonna go, like knowing that you're gonna go back to work and you're gonna handle those situations. There is going to be time. So you spending all of this time and energy at home obsessing over it isn't super productive and it's not super helpful and it's not the best use of your energy. So like remind yourself, like I need to put that on pause. I'm not do I can't do anything about it now. I'll take care of it when I get back there. And I know that I will take care of it when I get back there. So that's what I'm gonna do with it. You know what I mean? So that's 
that would be my suggestion to you. And if it's something like work drama, you know, again, it's like, leave it at work. Like, I don't like, like, imagine work drama as like, like a cloud of dirt around you. <laughs> like, think back to like, <laughs> sorry, think back to like Charlie Brown. What was that character where he's always surrounded by this cloud of dirt? Like, do you want to bring that cloud of dirt into your home? Think about it that way and be like, ew, no, work drama stays at work. So like, when you leave, just like, Stomp your shoes off and be like, work drama stays here. Get in your car and be like, yep, that's that's happening. And then like do something fun on the way home, like listen to music, like get out of your work zone and get into like relaxed home zone or whatever you need to do. So those would be my tips for you. Um, But yeah, that was it. How long was this? I don't even know. I haven't been looking. Woo, 25 minutes. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, that's it for this one. It's just kind of like a little bonus Q&A episode. So hopefully, um, if you asked the question, you heard it and you got got a great answer that was helpful, hopefully. Um, And and if you didn't submit a question, um, hopefully you found these helpful and useful too. And if you want your question answered, of course, go to www.simplyolly.com slash podcast and you can go in and submit it. It's completely anonymous. Like I said, I don't, I don't want to call anybody out. I want you to feel comfortable asking whatever you need to ask. Um, so yeah, it's totally anonymous. And, you know, I would love if enough questions are rolling in, I'll just put this out there. I'll be totally honest. If enough questions come rolling in, you know, like I would love to do like one Q&A bonus episode episode a month. I think that would be sick. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so please, you know, don't hesitate to submit a question and I would be more than happy to answer it. All right. That is it for this bonus episode. I hope you enjoyed. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep staying simply awesome. I'll keep staying simply Ollie and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.